0: You're listening to a podcast from Hertfordshire's Mix 92.6. Our weekend breakfast show is sponsored by Deacon White Estate Agent. Throughout the year, we're going to be catching up with members of the team and finding out more about Deacon White. This is episode two. We're Deacon White, your local and experienced independent family run estate agents. So, when it comes to a moving experience, as we know the area and the market, we know how to sell your home and fast. Call us, Deacon White, to find out more on 01727 620 or find us online at dwrealestate.co.uk. Remember, when it comes to selling your home, do it right. When it comes to selling your home, you can trust Deacon White. So I'm joined now by Scott Wilmot, who is one of the partners of the St Albans branch of Deacon White. Um, Scott, welcome to Mix 92.6. Hi, Johnny. Thanks very much for having me. Lovely to be speaking with you this morning, uh, Scott. Now, um, we spoke with Ed last month. Uh, since then, a lot of things have um, chopped and changed, but we're and some things have stayed the same, but we'll hold on to that for this moment in time. Um, the first thing I want to talk about, really, Scott, is you're um, the partner for the St Albans branch and just tell us what's the phenomenon with St Albans because when it comes to property it seems like nowhere else in this in this country.
1: Well I think St Albans is one of the best places in the country hence why I live there myself personally but uh, I think with all of its history you know the city the abbey all the, the Roman ruins down at Verulanium the fantastic schooling you know it's got some outstanding schools there's a, such a short area in this so for Sandringham and Beaumont, for example, where property prices have shot up because of the demand for the schools. And yeah, you know, the train link, you're in just over 20 minutes into central London, you're on the M1, you're on the M25, access to the A1. Just think it's a wonderful place just outside of London, you know, that, that, that commuters love and and that's great for families. And, and yeah, I think it's a wonderful place.
0: And there seems to be, Scott, sort of a lot of people that may have had flats in Islington, in Dulwich, in different parts of London, and then perhaps when they start to think about families, they then move out here. Is is that the sort of thing that you see?
1: Yeah, exactly right. I, I only had one a couple of weeks ago, a really lovely couple. They'd sold their two-bed flat in North London. It was in Hampstead, and they'd think they'd sold it for just short of a million. And, uh, you know, they've come out and bought themselves a big four-bedroom family home with a little bit of change and they can't really believe it and they've got a freehold instead of a, a leasehold with, you know, a lease getting less and service charges going up and they've just bought themselves a nice freehold family house in St Albans and, yeah, I'm seeing more and more of that, especially sort of post-COVID and, you know, people want it they don't need to go in commuting every day. They're only going in one or two days a week. They can afford to move a bit further out.
0: Yeah, and one of the things that you hear sometimes in the press that they say, oh, with the financial situation, this has been going on for a few years, by the way, people are saying, oh, the house prices are going to drop, but St Albans doesn't seem to, which is incredible. I'm pleased to say, having
1: operated just, just about 20 years in in the local area, sort of St Albans, Hatfield, Welling Garden City, that immediate area, I've never really seen the prices drop because it's such a property hotspot. What you tend to see is that... When it's really, you know, the market's red hot, you, the prices will get to a point And then when it cools a little bit, they'll just flatten, but I would never say they really reduce. And I've never had a client that's owned a property for more than 10 years, any of those lo- locations that's lost money. Really? So, um, you know, it is a real property hotspot. I think financial times name it in the top
0: five places to live in the whole country. Wow, incredible. So, you know, getting more and more popular. Now, you just alluded to the fact there that, that um, it's 20 years that uh, you've been in the business. So tell us, how did you start? Well,
1: actually, it goes right back to when Ed first had his first stages job, right back in, uh, it was in Luton for a, for a big corporate that I won't mention. Okay, <laughs> and, uh, and he was doing quite well. And obviously, we're friends and we've known, you know, he actually went to college with my brother. My younger brother, and uh, anyway, we, we I, he said you think he thought I'd be good, so we, we, we I got started off there as a you know junior negotiator, and um, and then quite quickly found a bit of a yeah pattern that I was selling a few properties and I was really enjoying myself, and then I got off on another job at a different estate agent, so I came away from the corporate world and went into the sort of independent world because it was paying more money basically at the time. Um, and and then grew from there, then became a from a senior negotiator, then into a valuer. So there's probably over the years I probably must have worked at seven or eight different agencies, maybe even more when I if I think back and top them all up. But uh yeah, got right up to management level at some of the independent and corporates. And then I just sort of said, you know what, I think I've I think I've had enough of this and I think it's time to, to go for it and, you know, work for myself as it were in partnership with Ed and that's what we've done and you know if you'd have told me two and a half years ago when I set up the Hertfordshire office that I'd sell over 100 properties I, I wouldn't believe you but we've managed, I've managed to do it and uh yeah alongside you know a bit of assistance from some of the guys at head office but yeah the, the, the St Albans office and the and the, and the Hertfordshire office is flying at the moment I can't complain.
0: Really so you're listening to the numbers there you're averaging a lot of property a week really that's how it's going is it? Pretty much yeah I, I think um I mean I've Today has been a great day.
1: Well, I say it's Sunday today, but you know, yesterday I've sold three. So, um, you know, I'm having a really good run in what's supposed to be some difficult times with interest rates having gone through an all time high, f- certainly in, in my lifetime as an agent. Um, and my parents tell me of days of 15%, but, uh, yeah, hopefully we don't get to that. <laughs>
0: English crossed, yes, gosh, who knows, who knows really at this moment in time. I mean, when I spoke with Ed um, last month, it was, the t- it was around the time of the mini-budget, and since then, so much has happened politically, and house buying is such a key thing in this country, whereas in other countries, there is more of a rental market. Here, it does seem the Englishman's home is his castle, isn't it? Really very much like that. And how has it really had an impact in the last month or so? Well,
1: I think the first few weeks, obviously with Liz resigning, the interest rates going crazy, there was definitely a bit of you know, fear in the market. However, people are like, if we don't buy now, the interest rates are going to go up, and you know we're gonna have to we're gonna get even higher interest rate in three to six months time. So let's buy now. And then you've got the other sort of people going, if the interest rates keep going up as they are then prices are obviously going to have to to start to come down or to start to, to level out a little bit. So I'm sort of saying to a vendor, if you're thinking of selling, do it now before it changes and gets any worse. And from a buying point of view, at the same time, also do it now so you don't have to take such a high interest rate. So, yeah, it's been a very, very strange because you don't normally have it both ways like that. It's either normally a really... You know, it's a seller's market or it's a buyer's market. At the moment, it seems to be a bit of both, which is very unusual. Mm. But uh, yeah, prob- you know, stamp duty window—they've as they did, you know, in in the COVID situation—that's closed. But then they've opened it and extended it to first-time buyers exempt up to four two five. I think that's now suddenly kick-started the bottom of the market again. And in St Albans, you know, for four hundred thousand, you're you're getting yourself a, a, a two-bedroom property. Um, you know, you not, you don't get a huge amount in St. Albans for, for under 425,000, but you know, it definitely, it's definitely helped. And I think I've seen a kickstart in the, in the flats, in the small houses, which should lead on to unlock the rest of it, like it did with your first stamp duty window when, you know, 18 months ago, whenever it was. Um, so yeah, it's interesting times and, you know, good time to be an estate agent, and as always, we could do with some more properties to sell. So, um, yeah, if you know anyone, let
0: me know. And do you, do you notice, um, in the do you notice it in the industry that kind of trickle effect, um, with it sort of going down through the different levels?
1: Yeah, you, you sort of see it in 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 various ways. Suddenly, you're not. You know, a year ago, I probably had five five offers at least on every single property, wow. and it was going for asking price or more. Yeah. Suddenly, when the market changes a little bit you you don 't get that same demand, and people start to make offers again now ultimately you know everyone 's situation is different, but as the market changes, people are always there's always the more negotiation goes on so um you know f- 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 i've been i've been accepting offers less than the asking price recently, whereas for the last for the last couple of years we haven 't really had to <laughs> yeah,
0: sure.
1: but but you know you have to set the asking price. And achieve, you know, a realistic price so that it gets interest. Otherwise, it will just sit there and it might not get any interest. So I think that's something that, you know, we we, we specialize in and, you know, keep, keep an eye on the market to make sure that we're giving the clients the correct advice. And, and if it comes on at the right money, it should sell, sell straight away.
0: I mean, you, you talk about giving advice and um, chatting with you, chatting with Ed as well. You're both very sort of personable people. Is, this is one of the skills that you've got to have, isn't it, really? as, as in the state I, I think
1: so, yeah. I was never the brightest uh, in, in, the, in the school. I was always very good at sport and got a sports scholarship. But when I look at it, it's just having conversation with people, understanding what they're trying to achieve and, and, and helping them do it. And whether that be sell, whether that be let, whether it be that, get them help get a mortgage uh, a solicitor a surveyor or removals you know whatever element to a property there is I, i'd like to think we could help facilitate any part of that for a client and i think a lot of people have this common myth that estate agents are you know they just sell property well there's a whole load more to it than that and you know we've been doing some auction stuff recently which has come on the radar recently um which which seems to be the way that people like to do it because it confirms the transaction can actually exchange and complete quicker. Mm. Uh, whereas at the moment industry average is is creeping up to I think 150 days. We had some correspondents from Rightmove recently, and uh, yeah, it, it, it's crazy that transactions are taking that long. But uh, and the auction route does it in 30 days. So. Yeah, I can't complain. Things are great at the moment.
0: (laughs) Well, that's good. This this have to be one of the things that we come back and explore um, perhaps next month or um, one of the future months, the difference between the uh, different processes that you can have. You say, talk about auctions as opposed to the bids and the offers, because I know in Scotland they have these other systems where people We have to come back and explore this because I do think um, house buying is something a majority of people fall into, but no one really knows so much what's, what's going on. On, all the different pitfalls. There are so many different things, aren't there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've I've just found I had a flat recently over in hemwell Hempstead where you know, unfortunately, the building is not in very good state, and suddenly the owners of their service charge has gone up from I think it was four hundred pounds a year to to over three thousand.
0: Wow!
1: Um, to allow for all the major works that need to happen to the property and on the, on the inside and on the outside and and that's forced the client, they can't afford that service charge and, and they've, they've, they've been forced to sell it because of it. And, you know, th- there are different situations, leasehold, freehold, share of freehold, you know, there's a few different types of property you can buy. And it's just trying to make sure that people have been given the right advice and know exactly what it is that they're they're buying. Because, you know, at some point they're going to have to sell it or, or, or may have to sell it. So, you don't want them to buy something and then come back and, you know, you, you with a problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. As I say, it does sound like it's a minefield, but this this seems to be um you know what what you've got going on at Deacon White is this whole opportunity for people to sit down, have a chat. I know there's so many different aspects um to the skills that all that all of you at the team have, you know, you all bring different bits um to the whole process and this will be something that we we'll have to um, come back and explore. So busy busy at the moment then Scott, how does it just very quickly because we're at the end of uh, um, october looking forward what happens to the market as we get towards christmas time normally Nor- normally i say <laughs> is
1: this- yeah normally at the moment but for me you always i always have a good september october up to probably back end of back end of well beginning of november i suppose and then everyone starts thinking about Christmas. Mm. So all the transactions that have already been going for the last few months will start to get towards completion for Christmas because everyone wants to get in. So there's always a big push with the solicitors in November and December. But yeah, you, you tend to, it tends once people start putting their Christmas decorations up, which starts earlier and earlier every year it mm-hmm. seems. But you know, from 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 probably first second week in December, it, it's generally quite quiet, and then I've, you see a real buzz around the New Year. And then people, you know, families get together, discuss what their plans are and, and what they're going to do next year and this, that and the other. And then I think you find that people then start, once they get their two weeks, back into a bit of routine in January. The end of January, moving through towards spring, is always really busy. So, um, yeah, again, for us, it's it's a case of we're here when anybody needs us. One of the things I say about St Albans is, you know, I'm available all day, all night. I actually say on the website we're open 24 hours a day. And uh, I know that the other offices don't agree with that. But, yeah, you know, listed a property from New Zealand a couple of weeks ago because I was available to speak to at at 10 o'clock at night. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. We're revolving and moving constantly.
0: Excellent. If people want to get in contact, it is dwrealestate.co.uk. That is correct, isn't it? Get that That right, Scott. Listen, Scott. Thank you ever so much for your time today. Lovely to speak with you, and we'll catch up with you and Ed and more of the team as the year goes by. So thanks ever so much.
1: Yeah, thank you, Johnny. Nice to speak to you, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can uh, we you know we can. Uh do some more of these and get some fun going and have you know i'm up for doing some fun stuff
0: (laughs) mix weekend breakfast sponsored by deakin white estate agents loving local they know the market go to dwrealestate.co.uk